and we're not just praying it for our church. We are praying it for our church, but we're praying it for the body of Christ. Amen? It is important that the body of Christ get things together, that, that we receive things. You know, we, everybody that's a part of the body of Christ has received Jesus Christ as Lord. Amen? If you haven't done that, you're not part of the body of Christ. So we have the foundation settled. Amen? And all the other arguments are kind of worthless. Amen? <laughs> Do I got some arguers out there? You know, people, people if, if it's a dividing point, then it's not God. Any, anything that would cause the divisions and schisms in the body of Christ is not God. You know, arguing to be right or, or trying to talk someone in to believing what you believe is not that's, not, that's not a leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Especially if it makes you mad. Right? I remember, I remember when I first started teaching Bible studies, and, man, we were gung-ho about everything we were seeing. And, man, I was a little too gung-ho many times. Um, the Lord had led us to go to a denominational church at that time. And um, they let me teach a class at the denominational church. <laughs> and, of course, I just started teaching what I thought was best, right? I didn't ask God what he thought. And I didn't ask God if the pastor would think that was okay. So it wasn't okay. Te- teaching something that another church doesn't believe in their church is wrong. Right? You're going... God doesn't go over the pastor. He won't do that. And uh, that, we had a really good pastor, and I'm thankful that he was merciful to me. He loved Jesus, and anybody loves Jesus like, that, like, like as much as he did, I like being around him. Uh, you know, I can be around anybody who just loves Jesus. They, they, they don't have to tell me a whole lot more. If they just start telling me they love Jesus, that's good enough for me. Amen? And that, that's, that was important because, you know, one of the things I would teach on was the Holy Spirit. Well didn't really matter what I knew or what I thought. They wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have agreed to me teaching on that, but yet I did. But yet it is a very important teaching, and, you know, so many people have been confused about it and confused about uh, who, who should have it, who shouldn't have it, when did it quit. <laughs> you know, you got people that say it, it died with the last of the apostles and things like that. But, again, those shouldn't be dividing points. That should never be a dividing point. If somebody doesn't believe in healing, that's not a dividing point. They believe in Jesus Christ, right? They're on their way to heaven. If you don't believe in healing, you might be there sooner than others. I don't know. Right? You don't believe in prosperity, you might not have as, it might not be as fun here as it could be. But that, that's not a dividing point. And so you don't want to make it that. You know, praying in, praying in the Spirit is extremely important and praying for everyone in the body of Christ through the Holy Spirit is extremely important. You know, we do it on Wednesday nights on a regular basis. But we don't ever want it, you don't ever want things that you know, truths that you know, to become pride. They cannot become pride. If they become pride, you say, well, I go to church and we speak in tongues where I go. And then the other church says, we don't speak in tongues where I go. And we're both in pride because <laughs> it's this thing about being right. It doesn't matter. You don't need to tell them you speak in tongues. Right? Did it help them? Probably not. Yeah. You know, usually you answer a question when somebody asks you a question. Right? <laughs> Remember what it said. It said, be ready. It didn't say give the answer. It said, be ready to give the answer which means you had to be asked before you gave the answer. I was really ready to give the answer before I was asked. I walked in with the answer, right? And I gave them the answer, and they didn't even have a question, right? And, and what happens is we get this, you, you can, we don't because we're not going to get into that, but there, there's a spiritually high-mindedness that we have this and we do this and we believe this and we believe that. And we don't want to get it. We want to use these gifts in love, right? Because without love, they don't matter because you won't use them right. 
Without love, you won't use one of the gifts of the Spirit correctly. It won't be used correctly. With love, we'll always use it right. If we're, if we're in competition or, or we're, we're there to say, we've de- you know, you'll become like uh, the Sneetches, Dr. Seuss, right? Everybody remember the star-bellied Sneetches? Right? They had stars upon thars. Right? And the plain-bellied Sneetches did not have stars. Right? And the, and the star bellies made fun of the plain bellies. Right? So the plain bellies got rooked in by this guy to get the stars put on theirs, and then they were all alike. So nobody had any, there was nothing to be in competition, so the star bellied had the stars taken off of theirs. We don't want to get into a sneech contest right here. Right? We want to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and do what he's called us to do, to do it how he's called, and to learn as much about what he's showing us as we can because as much as we can learn, there will still be more to know. You know, as we've been studying prayer for the last several weeks and Wednesday nights, and and I saw a lot of people here Wednesday night that I hadn't seen on Wednesday nights before, and it was kind of nice to see more people praying because it's important. We're praying for our nation on Wednesday nights. We're praying about important things, and it's really good. And, and the Lord's been helping us. And, but as I've been studying more and more and getting the spirit of prayer, I'm seeing so much more in it. And, and when, when you study and you start looking at things like we're talking about tonight, praying in the spirit, and, and you know, you, you look at something, you're like, wow, I never even thought about that. And it was right there the whole time. But, but yet, if we think we know it all, or because we have this gift... Because I havest thou this gift, huh? Then, then, then we become ineffective because the gift is wasted because we're only using it for prideful reasons. And, and we want to use these gifts in love. The very first rule, if you really ever notice about it, there's two chapters on the gifts of the Spirit. There's 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 14. What is sandwiched right in the middle of those two? Love. Because they don't work without it. Amen? They will not, nothing of the things of God will work without the things of God who is love. Amen? And so we don't want to get away from that and we never want to get in. There is not one gift of the Spirit that will divide the church. Not one. They're not made to divide the church. Right? They're they're, they're there to profit with all. Amen? And And we want what we learn to profit others. We want it to profit us. In this day and time, and one of the thing, very things we're going to talk about with everything going on in the world, the world doesn't know what to turn to. We do know what to turn to. Even if we get tired, even if we get, get, get a little bit weary, we know what we can do to build ourselves back up. We can pray in the Spirit. Amen? The Spirit is our helper. Look at Acts 10. We'll look at this. Who, who is a candidate to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Amen? In Acts 10, and I'll, just, uh, I'll give you the rundown. Peter is preaching the goodness of God. Everybody knows Acts 10.38, right? Acts 10.38 says how Jesus of Nazareth was anointed to go about doing good and healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. That's what Peter was preaching. Peter was preaching this message. Amen? And, and while he was preaching it, uh, it says in verse 44, it says, While Peter yet spake these words... The Holy Ghost fell on all that heard. Now, that, that, the key to that is all that heard. That doesn't mean every person that had ears in that crowd, the Holy Ghost fell on them. It meant every person that heard with the ears, that, that's who the Holy Ghost fell on. But, but one of the things that baffled them was that there was non-Jewish people there. Right? And it said, And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. So now we know who is a candidate for for the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's every person that's saved. Every person that is saved, every person that hears the Word of God and believes. Right? That's how you say it. It It says, He who believes shall be saved, right? 
It says, if you believe on the name of the Son of God, you shall be saved. Amen? So everyone who believes is saved. Everyone who believes can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Everyone who believes can be baptized. Right? If you're believed and you're saved, if you believe and they, what happened is they believed. And, and see, this, this kind of this puts a hole in some of some religious tradition too because they were saved, right, and filled with the Holy Ghost and not baptized. Wow. Now that puts a whole lot of, that puts a hole in a lot of theories because a lot of people say, well, if you're not baptized, you're, you're not saved. Too late. Right right there in the book, not only were they saved, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And then Peter said, hey, what can keep these people from being baptized? What's he literally saying? Remember, baptism is a form of circumcision. It's identifying with Christ. So what he literally said was, what can keep these people from being spiritually circumcised? Just like we are. Literally, that's what he said. And what's he really saying? He's saying, that what's keeping them from having anything that we have? If they can have the Holy Spirit, they can have anything we have. And that should be true. We, we should say that of anybody who's saved. We have the Holy Spirit. They can have it too. They can have it too. They can have everything. And, and that's what we want. We want the Holy Spirit to be a standout of love. Amen? We want it to be what they, when they come to us and say, Man, I know you said you were going to pray, but you prayed and the next day this happened. How would that happen? I, said, I don't know. I was praying in the Holy Ghost because I didn't know how to pray for you. And they say, What's that? And then you're ready with the answer for the hope that lies in, inside of you. Amen? Why? Because now they've asked. But why did they ask? Because out of love, you did something through the Holy Spirit that, that demanded a reaction that got a reaction back from them. Amen? Everything we learn and do through God and through the Holy Spirit is to do for others. There's no, there's, you know, there are things we do for ourselves, but we don't do them selfishly. Amen? And I know, I know a lot of people don't think that doesn't make sense, but it, it, and I'll, we'll get to it later. There's a lot of things we do for ourselves in the Word, but we don't do them selfishly. Why would you build yourself up? I'll get ahead of myself. So that you always have to give. You can't put out what you don't have. If you've allowed yourself to get down and down and down, and, and you're tired, then you need to be built up. Why? Because you won't have anything to give, and there's going to be people come across your path that need, right? They need encouragement. They need, they need a boost. They need, they need what you got. But if you don't got it, then they're going to, they're going to leave you with a need. Amen? So we, we do build ourselves up, but not for selfish reasons. Amen? And we'll go further with that later. <clears throat> Romans 8.26 Romans 8.26 talks about the Holy Spirit as a helper. The Holy, you know, a lot of people say, uh, and I actually, you know, I know Brother Moore said this in his, in his CD, and if, if you've had trouble receiving the Holy Spirit, I would ask you to even talk to the altar care people um, tonight because they actually have that CD somewhere around here, right, Jody, on how to receive the Holy Spirit. And, and it get, Brother Moore gives his testimony and then literally prays for people to receive the Holy Spirit. But we'll, we'll be praying tonight so you can receive it tonight too. Amen? Um, but, you know, so many people, they're wanting the Holy Spirit to pray for them. And, and that's not what the Word said. Even if you go back to Acts where Peter was, it said they were astonished. And where was it in Acts? Uh, it says that because the Gentiles also report out the gift of the, and they heard them speaking in tongues. So they didn't hear the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. They heard them speaking in tongues, right? Just like if they'd have heard them speaking their own language, right? And so many people are waiting for something to make them speak when if they would just speak, then the anointing would come on them and they would speak the very words of God. Just like you could speak in English in the Spirit. And sometimes I can speak in English. Most of the time it's, it's hillbilly, but a lot of times I can go ahead and speak in English. But sometimes you could say something by the Spirit in your known tongue, and that's praying in the Spirit. You could pray in the Spirit in your known tongue, but that's prophesying, right? If, you, if, you, if I went up to somebody and said, 
said, by the word of the Lord, it says you're healed by his word, by his stripes on his back. And, and if that was an unction and an anointing from the Holy Spirit, it would have that kind of power. Amen? But you could, do, you could pray in the Spirit. Amen? And I'm not talking about like that because then it wouldn't make any sense to anybody. That's why Paul said, I'd rather you prophesy in church. Right? But when we're by ourselves or when we're praying corporately, when we're, when we're, there are different times where, where the manifest or where we do pray in the Spirit and we use that gift to join as one. We use that gift to pray beyond our own knowledge. Right? And, and this is what this is talking about in Romans 8, in verse 26. It says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth, helps. And that word helps means to take hold against together with. In other words, it doesn't mean that He's going to do it for you. There's too many people that think, well, I, don't, I was praying in the Spirit because then I don't have to do anything. No, He's going to pray with you. He's, go, he's, going, to add, he's going to add Himself to you. He's going to, as Miss Diane says, He's going to put some super on your natural. Right? So you're going to be thinking, you're going to be praying with your own vocabulary, but then you're going to go distance further and you're going to begin praying in the Spirit and the Spirit's going to help you. Amen? The Holy Spirit's going to help your spirit and you're going to pray and you're going to pray words that you don't know. Amen? You, you, may, have, uh, you'll, you'll, you may do words, you may groan, you may do a lot of things, but you're not going to know these things. Unless later you ask and then He might tell you what you actually prayed about. You know, it's nothing wrong with asking Him what you prayed about. Right? And so, but, but as you utter these, but, but it still has to be you working with Him. It's really important because to receive the Holy Spirit, you have to make, you have to do something. Right? Just like if I said hi and you said, well, I hope somebody tells me how to say hello. Right? But you know how to say hello. Right? And if I told you to speak gibberish right now, you could speak gibberish. You just say, and that, there's no anointing there and that's not praying in tongues. But if you did that same thing by the unction of the Holy Spirit with His help and you began to speak words, then you would find His help would come up on you and you would begin to speak in the Holy Spirit. But you have to speak. You literally have to speak. And that's what what Brother Moore has always been talking about when he says you have to do the speaking. The Holy Spirit's not going to do the speaking for you. And as you do the speaking, the Holy Spirit helps you and, and you begin to pray out mysteries in, uh, in uh, I think it's the Moffat translation in, in 1 Corinthians. It says, you begin to speak out divine secrets. Glory to God. Would you like to be able to pray divine secrets? And, and would somebody that you're praying for like to know that you're speaking divine secrets? I mean, that's the person I want praying for me. And I don't want somebody, because i got to tell you, my English language, I'm going to run out in a bit. You know, after just a few, after, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run out a bit. But, but, but when we begin to speak and pray in the Spirit, then the Spirit gives us utterance and we begin to speak and, and we begin to speak the very words of God, Spirit-inspired words. Yeah. Amen? Just like prophesying would be Spirit-inspired words, right? Praying in the Spirit would be Spirit-inspired prayer. When we pray the Ephesians prayer, that's in the Bible. That is a spirit-inspired prayer. Amen? And we're going to pray it in our own language, and then we're going to pray in the Spirit further than the Spirit-inspired prayer with our spiritual inspiration to pray in the Holy Spirit. Amen? And, and it's good. It's good to do. Amen? But, but as, the, as, as the Spirit helps us, he, he, he comes together with us, you know, and it's, it'd be like you got hands like this and he's got hands like this. And, and so he starts helping you and, man, all of a sudden big things start happening. Why? Because you got the greater one helping you now. He's inside you and he's now helping you pray. Yeah. Glory to God. Now, how many know when Jesus prayed something, it came to pass? Things that he prayed back way then is, are still coming to pass. We're a product of Jesus' prayers. Amen? Because he prayed for every person that would come unto him through the word in, in John 17. And every one of us came to him through the word. 
we're a product of the prayers of Jesus. Glory to God. Isn't that good? I like being a product of the prayers of Jesus. It's a good thing. But, but also the, the Lord knows our weaknesses. And, and mentally, you can only go so far with prayer. In, in your own person, you will run out of words. Amen? So the Spirit helps us. Not knowing what to pray is an infirmity. It's a weakness. So God says, let the weak say I'm strong. Here's the Holy Spirit. Amen? God doesn't leave us weak and helpless. He sent another. Amen? And, and he sent him to help us. And this is, he, he helps us in so many ways. This is one of the first benefits of the Holy Spirit. If you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are praying beyond yourself, and you're praying mysteries, and you're praying with help. Amen? You're praying with help from the Holy Spirit, and, and you're reaching further than you reached before. Amen? Glory to God. Because we don't want to be ignorant. Right? And, and ignorance is a weakness. Ignorance is literally, I mean, in, in 1 Corinthians, I like the way that the King James puts it um, after he talks about I'll pray in the Spirit and I'll pray in my understanding, I'll sing in the Spirit and I'll sing in my understanding. And then he says, or how else would he that occupieth the room of the unlearned? Now, is there a nicer way to say you're dumb than that right there? I mean, that's a really, you occupy the room of the unlearned, don't you? Huh? I mean, I mean, that's literally the nicest way you could ever put that. Leave it to God to put it in His Word, a nice way to tell you you're ignorant. Huh? Because that sounds way nicer than you're ignorant. Right? It sounds really good. You occupy the room of the unlearned. And you know what? It doesn't even sound so bad if you say it about yourself. You just say, you know, I don't really understand. I must be occupying the room of the unlearned right now. Right? Now, that doesn't sound nearly as bad, does it? Yeah. So, so you can even say that about yourself. And you won't feel bad about yourself just because you're occupying that room for the moment. Doesn't mean we have to stay in the room of the unlearned. We can occupy the room of the learned after that. Amen? And, and, and so, so we, as, as ignorance being a weakness, he gave us help. In, anywhere, that there's, anywhere that there's an area where we could fail, he put in a place, a way not to. There, there is always a way not to fail because love never fails, and he's love. So there is always a way not to fail. Better yet, there's always a way to succeed. You know, it's, it's really great not to fail. It's even better to succeed, right? Because if you just don't fail, you might just stay right where you are, but if you succeed, you go on from where you're at. Amen? Look at Ephesians 6.18. We talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. Um, you put on the full armor of God. And the reason you put on the full armor of God is to pray in the Spirit. Everything that you put on, the last thing he says do after you've got all your armor on. This is what he tells us to do. you got all your armor on. Now he says praying always with all prayer and supplication. So he's saying pray in your understanding, pray in the Spirit. I want you to pray with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance, don't be a quitter. What you're going to be a prayer, not a quitter. Prayers aren't quitters. Real prayers don't quit until real answers come. It's, it's just the way it is. I, I grew up with a real prayer. When my mom prayed, she would pray until an answer came. She wouldn't quit. She wouldn't come out of the closet. She wouldn't stay out of the corner. And she, even if she had to go do something, she's not on my she was praying the whole time. And, and she wasn't praying like, don't leave me alone, leave me alone. You know, she, she was kind all the, all the time she was praying. You know, you know when God's using you, you don't, you don't have to be mean to other people. <laughs> you can just be nice all the time. Do you know that we can be nice all the time? Isn't that cool? Because I don't think people know that, but they actually can be nice all the time. It's a choice. And we have it in us through the Holy Spirit and through the good things of God and the love of God just literally to be nice all the time. And, and that's a big deal. Because, you know, I don't know that if you told, if you asked my daughter, you said, now, when, when you go home, is your dad pretty well happy all the time? I don't know. She might say, yeah, but she might say, no, nah, he had days. But, you know, my mom, literally I don't remember those days where she was not happy. 
I really don't. And that, that was a choice. And I know other people that make that choice. We had a guy that went to the church we went to before, and that guy must have woke up with a smile on his face. Literally just, he walked around with a smile. He was just happy to be happy to be happy. And, and that's the way we can be. We could, we could live dramaless, right? You say, well, what do we do with drama? You just don't participate, right? It becomes undra- undramatic, if you will, undrama, undrama, right? That's not, this is, that's not in the teaching. Let's go back to the teaching. That was good, though. We can be happy all the time and nice, nice, kind, amen? Praying, praying always with, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, in, in, in our own tongue and in the Spirit, in, in praying in tongues, amen? Praying in tongues is important. How many, how many are just glad you can pray in tongues? Amen? Uh, there's so many times that, that, that we get just like these verses in, in Romans that I come to a place where, and people say, I need you to pray for me. Well, you could just pray or you could say, okay, Lord, I really don't understand everything that's going on here and I want the right thing to happen here. In fact, as we were dealing with something just yesterday like that, and, and, and I don't know what needs to happen, but you do. So I'm going to pray in the Holy Spirit, and I'm asking you for the right things, the right words, the right way. And, and then I'm, you know what? If you're if you're wanting to be led by the Spirit, and you're praying in the Spirit, there's a good chance you're praying a, a Spirit-led prayer, right? So after you're done praying that, you could be in pretty good faith, right? You prayed in the Spirit, you prayed a Spirit-led prayer, you could get in faith. Amen. And so it's important that we, that we take this gift, that we take this ability, and we use it to, to bless others. We use it, yes, to build ourselves up. And that's, that is a really important thing. And, and again, we're going to go to that. But, but we use it to build ourselves up so that we can help others. We, we want to always be in a place to help others. Amen? Glory to God. Look at 1 Corinthians 4, 14, 2. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. You know, when I get up here, some, sometimes I just say the stuff I didn't even know and I didn't have a plan to say. That, that's, that's the Spirit, right, helping us. Amen? It says in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, it says, For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto, not unto men, but unto God, for no man understands him. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaks Mysteries. That's where it says in the Moffats he, he, he speaks divine secrets. You know, because a lot of people read this and say, well, nobody understands him. That's kind of a waste of time. It's not what the verse says. It says you're doing a lot of good. You're just not doing something that other people can understand. Amen? And, and so, because you got people, you got two, two camps. Well, if it doesn't do it, you know, if nobody understands it, it's not going to do any good, so I'm not going to do it. And, or you got the other ones that say, well, I'm just going to pray in the Spirit all the time and not even pray in my own understanding and let the Spirit do the work. Neither one of those are both ditches, right? God wants us to work together with the Holy Spirit. He wants our spirit with the Holy Spirit to, to right? That's actually how you're led. You, your spirit and the Holy Spirit get together and you go a direction based on what the Spirit led you to do. Amen? You, it bore witness with what you were going to do. Amen? Uh, if you go to verse uh, 14 and 15... In the same, same chapter. It says, For if I pray in an unknown, unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Brother Moore taught on this just, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago maybe. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, but when we pray, we can also pray past our head. You know, if, if, if your head is, is constantly keeping you from, from your faith, or it's trying to impede on your faith. And you can pray past your head. You can pray in the Spirit. It doesn't matter what your head's doing. You're praying in the Spirit. Amen? And you can pray beyond your own understanding. You can pray. You know, it doesn't matter what's going on out here. You know, you can say, well, there's 50 bills on the table. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I do know what I'm going to do. I'm praying in the Spirit. Your mind could be still thinking about those 50 bills on the table, but your heart's praying. Amen? Yep. And, and 
And, and if, you, if your heart will pray long enough, your mind will quit thinking about those things because it will come into line with what your heart's believing. Amen? Because your mind can't believe anything. Your heart believes those things. Amen? And so, so we want to pray in the Spirit, and, some, and, and your understanding can be unfruitful. And then he says in verse 15, he says, what is it then? He said, I'll pray with the Spirit. This, this is the important thing to get. He, he basically said, I'm going to do it all. Right? What's he saying? I'm going to pray every way and any way I can, and I'm going to make sure I'm going to pray all the time. He says, I'm going to pray with my spirit. I'm going to pray with my understanding. I'm going to sing with my spirit. I'm going to sing with my understanding. And what's he saying? He's saying, you know, when in the book of Acts, when those people started praying in tongues, it says they were praying, they were praying in the Holy Spirit and magnifying the Lord. You, you, want to, you want to bless the Lord, you want, to, you want to be thankful, and you want to magnify the Lord, start doing it in the, in the Holy Spirit. You, you know, because you can say a lot of things about God in your English language. You know, you say, man, he's wonderful. But, you know, I've said that about pizza before. <laughs> right? Haven't you guys? Man, that pizza's amazing. Then you say, man, God is amazing. You know, you just use the same word for God that's used for pizza. Right? But you start praying in tongues, you're going to use a word you never used for pizza. Amen? You're going to use some words that you never talked about anything else. Why? Because you went higher than your, than your English vocabulary or whatever vocabulary you speak. You went higher and above that, and you began to pray words that are beyond that about the Father. Amen? You began to magnify Him and make Him bigger and bigger using words that you don't even know. Glory to God. That's praying in the Spirit. That's, that's, that's making things happen that, that otherwise wouldn't happen. You'd, you'd be stuck with your English language. And, and it's good, don't get me wrong. God, God loves it when His children tell Him He's wonderful. He is wonderful. The difference between saying God's wonderful and pizza's wonderful, your heart's in God's wonderful. Your head's in pizza's wonderful. Right? You can live without pizza. You can't live without that wonderful God. Right? You, you can't you can't live without him, but but he is wonderful. But but to, to but to be able to magnify him and lift him up in the spirit, be be, be able to sing in the spirit and, and praise in the spirit. You're 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 praying at another level. You're going. You're saying I'm going to go higher and deeper than I've ever been before. I'm going to go to a place that where that when you're done praying, it's like when you're done. If you went to a buffet and you just couldn't eat no more, you're done praying. You're completely satisfied with your prayer. Amen. Everything you thought could happen in prayer just happened. And you walk away and you're like, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. And that's awesome. Amen. That, that, these are benefits of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Again, they're, they're not things to, to where we say, well, we got this and you don't. We want everybody to have it. Right? There's not one person that's born again that should not be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you know, a lot of people say, I do have the Holy Spirit. Yes, you've got the earnest, right? But you want that to come all the way up and out, right? And on and over and baptized in it, dunked completely and praying in the Spirit and and yielding to it at at such a level that you don't have to work it up, right? You know, because how many in here when you're praying in the Spirit after after you uh, prayed a while, sometimes your head says, that's just you. Anybody ever had that happen? Huh, that's just you? Yeah, I have too. But it's true. It is just you praying in the Spirit. Right? <laughs> the devil is trying to trick you, trying to get you off. You just have to say, yeah, you're right. It's me praying in the Spirit. It is me praying in the Spirit. You know, if, if that stuff starts happening, you just keep praying harder. You pray more. You pray longer if you need to. But any time the devil tries to trick you into something, you know he's lying anyway. Right? If he, if he says one thing out of his mouth, it's a lie. So it's guaranteed that whatever you're doing is okay and right. Amen? If he tries to talk you out of it, you should do it all the more. Amen? Because he's a well-known liar. He's completely unreliable. Always has been. So what then? I will pray in the Spirit. I will pray with my understanding also. I will sing in the Spirit. And I will sing in my understanding also. And then, of course, that next verse is where... He says, or else how will the, un, the, the unlearned, the people that occupy the room of the unlearned, understand? Right? 
the, the kind verse. That's from now on, that's my kind verse, right? Because he didn't just say, when will the people that are ignorant understand? And how, and how will they say amen? How will they say so be it if they don't understand? Because God's always looking for people to understand. Amen? So if we do it both, if we pray in the Spirit and we pray in our understanding, we just have to realize that if you, if you only pray in your understanding, you're severely limited in prayer. doesn't mean you can't pray. In fact, is it says pray in your understanding. So if you didn't pray in your understanding, then you would be going against the Scriptures. You want to pray both, always, amen? And so the, the benefits are piling up here on praying in the Spirit, right? The Lord's helping us. Look at Jude. You knew we'd get here, right? Jude, verse 20. Only one chapter in the book of Jude. Verse 20. He says, But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Do you know that your faith needs help sometimes? And that praying in the Holy Ghost will encourage your faith. I want to read you something that Brother Hagin wrote in this book right here. And this is, this is about praying in the Holy Ghost. It says, it says he that, he starts quoting the verse, he says, He that speaks, whoo, better get some glasses for that little print. Mm-mm-mm. There's spots all over those. Finally found a use for a tie. <laughs> That's what they are. They're glasses cleaners. What a good thing to have that for. Man, it was right there. Didn't even need anything else. Thank you, Lord. It says he that... <laughs> Isn't the Lord awesome? <laughs> he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself. That means he builds himself up spiritually. Jude says in the 20th verse, building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost it does not say praying in the holy ghost will give you faith that's that's a good thing to do. praying in the holy ghost will not increase or give you faith right faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god that's how faith comes amen but but it does build you up on your most holy faith it 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 is a means of spiritual edification one thing that helped me when i was a pastor of a community church when I was a pastor of a community church, happened when I stayed at a good Christian home. The doctors said the, said the lady of this home had an ulcerated stomach. They confided to her husband that they thought it would turn into cancer of the stomach. She could not eat anything except baby food and a few raw eggs mixed with sweet milk and had trouble keeping that on her stomach. She was desperately ill. I wasn't there when she received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, but she told me of her experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking with tongues. No one prayed for her healing, but from that moment that she received the Holy, the Holy Ghost, she was automatically healed, automatically healed and ate anything she wanted. She was perfectly healed. I believed, I believed in divine healing because I had been raised up from a deathbed. One surely could not find fault with an experience that could bring both healing and blessing. The woman was a believer, a child of God, and, and I considered her a very wonderful Christian. I thought she was one of the most wonderful Christian women I had ever met. By praying in tongues, she built herself up on her most holy faith, glory to God, and her faith began to operate. Glory to God. Her faith began to operate. This is a benefit of praying in the Spirit, okay? These, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm at home. I don't, you know, I don't need to pray in the Spirit. You need to pray in the Spirit. You want, you don't need to. You want to. You get to. These are, th- these are things. God has benefits in doing these things. She didn't get filled with the Holy Spirit to get healed. But when she got, when she got filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in tongues, it built her faith up. Where her faith was lacking, it encouraged it. It didn't give her more faith. She already had enough faith to be healed. She needed her faith to be encouraged. She needed her faith to be edified. Glory to God. That, that's, I think that's awesome. People with incurable conditions receive the baptism of the Holy, Holy Spirit and speak with tongues and are healed. Some of these same people were ones that, that we had prayed for 
with laying on of hands, and they failed to be healed. We know that speaking with tongues is a, is a real spiritual boost to a person. It does edify him. It does build him up. Glory to God. That's, that's a good word. And, and that's one of those things that we need to always remember. When we're praying, we're building ourselves up. Now, you're not only building yourselves up to, where, for your faith to, for whatever you're believing for, but as you build yourself up, it's going to build up your faith. That's what it says it does. It encourages your faith. It, 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 it undergirds you. It lifts you up. Tired people, right? When, when you get tired and you, don't, you say, I'm tired, but I don't, I'm too tired to pray. I'm too tired to pray in the Spirit. And, and, and you know what? You can't be too tired to pray in the Spirit because you can pray in the Spirit until you fall asleep, right? And probably wake up praying in the Spirit. And that'd be a good thing. And, but, but the thing is, is tired people are prone to doubt. You ever notice when you get tired... That's when the devil starts working on you, right? Remember with Jesus, he didn't ask him if he was hungry until he was starving, right? He didn't ask him like on the first day, first day that he goes on the fast. You know, somebody asked me on the first day of a diet, I'm like, yeah, I got this. You asked me about the third day, I'm like, we're going to go to Taco Bell pretty quick, (laughs) right? Huh? Why? Because I didn't do anything to keep myself strong, (laughs) but... But in this respect, you can keep yourself strong. You don't have to doubt. Tired people, if you watch the news all the time, it will wear your spirit down. And it will wear you down. And I'm not saying you can't. If you want to watch the news, watch the news. Um, I'm fasting it for like ever maybe. And, you know, it's, it's been good so far. And, and I haven't missed it. It's so weird. I haven't missed it a bit. But, but, but if, you, if you're going to keep doing that, you're going to have to spend more time building yourself up. Because, you know, it's every other day, COVID this, COVID that, uh, politics this, politics that, this guy lied, this guy can't tell the truth, this guy, it's all a bunch of blah, blah, blah. And if you're just going to listen to it, you know what, what you really ought to hear is, oh, there's a bunch of people in the world. Wow. They're just like you and me and they mess up. Right? That's all the news needs to say. They just need to say, headline, people in the world, messing up happening. There you go. I told you the news. That's tonight's news. If you need to know anything else, here's the, here's the good news. Jesus saved the world. Good things happening. More good things happening by far. Glory to God. And, and, and that, but we don't need to lose sight of the world's going to wear you down if you'll let it. But again, for every weakness, there's a strength. And God said, build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. Amen? Praying in the Holy Ghost, right? And then then what's that going to do? It's going to build up your faith and, more importantly, keeping yourselves in the love of God. Because you can't, it don't matter how much your holy faith's built up if you're not in the love of God because you won't use it right. But if, you keep, if we keep ourselves in the love of God, we're always looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're always looking for something good. We're always looking for something kind. We're always looking for something better. Amen? We're always le- looking for something that leads to eternal life. Not things, not things, not things that lead to death. We're not, we're not looking, we don't look at something and say, ooh, that's bad. We look at it and say, that needs some Jesus. Let me take some Jesus over there and see how, that, how it affects that. Huh? You know, that, that needs a little prayer. Let me, let me take a little prayer over there and see how that affects that. And we're led by the Spirit, and He shows us everything we need to do. Why? Because we're keeping ourselves in the love of God. We've edified and built ourselves up in the Holy Spirit and our holy faith, so our prayer life is on fire. Yeah. Amen? We're now praying, led by the Holy Spirit prayers through the Holy Spirit, and, and we're asking for things directly from the heart of God. You start asking for things directly from the heart of God. You think they're going to come to pass? One day he wanted light. There hadn't been a day since there hadn't been light. Amen? That's directly from the heart of God. You start asking for things and praying about things and speaking things in the Holy Spirit, then you're going to start getting things that weren't coming before. 
Amen? You're going to a higher level that you've never been to or seen. Just like we're coming to in prayer right now. And as we pray the, the Ephesians prayers and we pray them over the church and, and we give thanks and we, and we magnify God, then, then we are believing for people. We're believing for saints to, to be filled with wisdom and the fullness of God and spiritual revelation and strength in their inner man. What, what are you going to need to make it through this day? You know, what, if somebody asked you what would the main ingredient be for you making it through this day, you'd say, strengthen my inner man. Right? Because if you got strength in your inner man, nothing's bothering you. And if you have spiritual wisdom and strength from God in your inner man, you're getting through. Not only are you getting through, you're going to drag other people with you. Amen? You're headed towards the goal line, and you're dragging people with you all the way. And, and you're okay with that. Jump on. Jump on. We're going to get there. Why? That's why you build yourself up in your most holy faith, because now your faith not only is good for you, now your faith can believe with them. Your faith can join with them. Your faith can do so many more things. Why? Because you're edified and built up, because you spent time praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen? And as we do that, we'll find ourselves being called on more. So that's why you have to keep yourself in the love of God because that's when you get the call at midnight. Can you pray? Well, heck no, I can't pray. I'm asleep. All right? Well, I'll pray in the morning. They don't need you in the morning. Right? Why? Because they know you know how to pray. And they know you've been praying in the Holy Spirit and you've built yourself up on your most holy faith and you're kept, you've kept yourself in the love of God. So not only are you ready to pray, you're ready to be asked to pray. Right? You don't, you don't ask somebody that's not walking in love for a favor. Because right? <laughs> if they're not walking in love, they'll say, mm, tell me what. Right? And, and they'll say it like that. Now, so I, I may ask you what you're getting ready to ask me because it may not be something I can do. Right? But I'm not going to ask you like that. i say, well, tell me, tell me what you're talking about. Right? Because I want to know. I want to know what I'm praying about. Mm-hmm. But the person that says, no, probably not. Tell me what. <laughs> Why? Because they, yeah, they don't want to give you a favor. They're not walking in the love of God. If we're walking in the love of God, we're always ready to give an answer for the hope that lies inside of us. We're always ready. We, we, in other words, we almost can't stop ourselves from going. Right? It, which most of us sometimes haven't in the past. But we needed to stop ourselves, but we didn't. But we need to be to that place where we don't, we're, we're just, we're on go. Just, just ask me. Come on, ask me, ask me, ask me. And then they ask you, oh, man, I got an answer for you. And then, But now they want an answer. Amen? And you've been praying in the Holy Ghost, so you're full of answers. You're full of godly, spirit-led answers. And the other thing that you get from praying in the Holy Ghost, in your most holy faith, spiritual awareness. Your, your spirit will be sharp. In other words, it won't be like Dave's been sometimes where it says, God, I asked you three days ago. Why didn't you tell me? He said, I told you three days ago. You just didn't listen. You weren't sharp enough. Amen? We want to be sharp. I want to hear him the first time. I want to see what's going on and what the answer is right now. You know, I don't want somebody, including myself, to go through three days of something they didn't need to go through. Right? If we'd have just prayed the right, right way that the God had the very first time. Right? It's kind of like laying hands on people. You can lay hands on people all day long, but if you lay hands with the anointing and they receive by faith, they're going to be healed. You don't have to pray a second time. Right? We want to get to that place to where when the healing line's done, everybody in the healing line's now healed. Right? Not everybody... Or, or we got five testimonies out of ten. Ten out of ten. Right? Through prayer, through, through being built up in faith. You know what? If you're built up in faith, you're more prepared to receive your healing. Just like this lady. She just received it by praying in the Holy Spirit. Right? It'll make you more spiritually aware. Because God may say, they may say, well, we're having a healing line today. And God said, no, no, you go down there. You, you got this. I got a different thing. But you go ahead and go down there anyway. That's not being spirit-led. Right? We want to be led by the Spirit in everything we do, not just because it looks spiritual. We want to know that it is spiritual. Amen? That it is God. It's not, it's not just a, a maybe answer. It's kind of like giving. You know, people say, well, it's just giving's just good. We should just give, give, give. You should give as the Spirit leads. Right? Now, I'd rather err to the side of giving, don't get me wrong. 
But on the other hand, when you give as the Spirit leads, that giving's value is boom. I mean, wow. You know, I can't even put words to it. Cause, and you know when it happens, you're like, you, you give it and you're like, oh, your spirit just is like, wow, what, what just happened? Yeah. What you gave with an unction from the Lord to do it. Yeah. It's not just giving to meet a need. It's giving because God said. Right? We, we do a lot of giving to meet needs. And, that, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not always God. Sometimes needs get met that shouldn't have. Right? I know that sounds mean, but, you know, there was times in my daughter's life where she asked for something, and I'm like, mm, I just can't give it to you. Why? Because you're not at the right place. If I give it to you, you, you wouldn't even appreciate it, nor, nor are you able. It would be like giving her a car when she's 12. She can't drive it. Not only can't she drive it, she doesn't have the heart to drive it. If she did drive it, she'd drive it wrong, and she'd cause someone else a problem. You know, we, we need to do things Spirit-led. And as we pray in the Spirit, right, especially like this, and especially in this day and time, we want to be ready, right? The world's going to, they're, they're already starting to search because they don't have any answers as hard as they've looked. And they're, they're looking daily for physical answers. But there's only one answer. It's Jesus. There's only one fix. There's only one solution to this whole thing, and it's the Lord. They can look all day, and eventually they're going to look our way. And when, we do, when they do, we want to be the most spiritually aware and some of the most spirit-led people in, on the planet in this generation. Why? Because then you're there when the question comes, and you have the answer. You don't have a answer. You don't have to think you have the actual answer. Amen? And, and that's why we're taking the time to pray in the Spirit. Pray for uh, the Ephesians prayers. It's a good thing. We're praying them for this body. We're praying them for the body of Christ. We are not the only thing going. There's a big, big body of Christ out there. And if we pray that they have spiritual wisdom and that they're, they're strengthened in their inner man and that they know the love of God and, we're, and, and we begin to see it together, when the, when the world starts coming, we'll all be ready. That'll be a good day. Amen? Stand up with me. Let's pray the Ephesians prayers. We're going to pray in the Holy Spirit. And, and, and you know, we're going to pray corporately in the Holy Spirit, and we can pray to build ourselves up corporately. But the best thing to do to build yourself up is to go home. And, and, and you know, this is where I should have listened to Mrs. Moore more, and it took me a couple times. But I got it now. I got it. Right. Forgive me. It won't take me that long next time. Right. I'll get it right just like that. Right. We're getting it all, right? Yeah. yeah. But to go home and, and, and lay down in your bed and, and, and pray in the Holy Spirit. And just just say, Lord, I, I'm going to pray to build myself up, to be ready for whatever you have for me, to, to, to build up my faith, to keep myself closer to you in, in your love. And, and you pray. And, and you, get, you might get answers. You might, you might just pray. And, and you know that you're getting stronger. Right? It's spiritual exercise. Right? It is spiritually building you up. It, it's making you bigger than you were. Right? If you, if you were lifting weights and you kept doing the same weight all the time, you'd start getting bigger in the area that you were working out. We want to get bigger in the Holy Spirit. We want to get bigger in prayer. We want to do the things that God's called us to do and pray the way God's called us to pray. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Just thank Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Pray this with me. Father God, we are so thankful for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We know according to your word, when we were saved, we became a candidate to be filled with this Spirit. And we received it. And Lord, we pray together for anyone in this place, in Sarasota, watching by internet. We pray for them and with them for all those who have not been filled. Pray this together. Father God, thank you 
for your son Jesus. Thank you for giving his life for my salvation. I believe in the work of the cross. I believe he was raised from the dead. And I believe that because I believe, I am saved. And because I am saved, it says in your word that I could have the Holy Spirit if I would only ask. So I ask now for the gift of the Holy Spirit with, with the ability to speak in tongues, with the witness of speaking in tongues. And I fully expect by faith to begin speaking as the Spirit gives me unction and helps me. I will pray now in the name of Jesus and now speak. If you've never spoken before, begin to speak. You speak. You say words. Shondoro masite esikiato, no ambra di esite, shondra masikele, no andra sandreste. Magnify him. Just, just lift up your voice and magnify and thank him and praise him in the spirit. Kor andra soteeste, no andro shondra maste. Begin to build up your most holy faith. Kor andra shikete, nel andro sondrashne. Mosongoradendiste, now begin to magnify and thank him in the spirit. Or andrasete bosite niaco, por androsondreste, nel androsombrade, nel androshengere, por andrasandiste, nor ambrasile, nor androsotele, cor andrasandriste. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you got a place to bow your knee, Bow your knee if you just need to sit in your chair. Sit in your chair. Let's pray our Ephesians prayers. Not by tradition, by faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Pray this with me. Father, we bow our knees unto you, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom we are all named, the whole family, every part of of the body of Christ is named under the name of Lord Jesus. And we ask that you would grant us according to the riches of your glory to be strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man that Christ would dwell in all of our hearts by faith that we being rooted and grounded in love would be able to comprehend with the whole body of Christ all the saints what is the width of your love and the length of your love and the depth of your love and the height of this love and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge that we may be filled with all your fullness. Now unto you who is able 
to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is working in us unto you be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout the ages world without end and Father we ask that you would give unto us your body the church a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you that the eyes of our heart would be enlightened that we may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of your glory of your inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us word who believe according to the working of your mighty power which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and set him at your own right hand in heavenly places and father we thank you that we have Jesus Christ the son of God as our advocate as our bridge as our intercessor to you and we come boldly before your throne and we pray to you and we ask you for mercy we ask you for help we ask you for wisdom and we ask you for the leading of the Holy Spirit in all that we do in these churches and in the church and we pray for the body of Christ in the world the prayer that Jesus prayed that we may all be one as you and he are one and that we would love one another in such a manner that the, that the world would see the truth of your goodness the truth of your love that we would allow no divisions among us work through us to bring peace any place where there's been turmoil work through us to, to find common ground with all of our brothers and sisters and give us the right words to say to one another that would build each other up, that would bring us to a higher place in you, that we might be humble enough to learn from one another, to listen to each other, and to gather from one another all the good things that you're working in us. And we pray that your will be done in and through the church in this world today and that as we lift you up, men everywhere, women everywhere, all people would be drawn unto you, Lord Jesus, and come to know salvation, being filled with the Holy Spirit, and Lord, we ask now that you give us utterance to pray further for the church, for this church, for the body of Christ. Help us to speak divine secrets, to pray mysteries concerning your will and the very perfect will of God concerning the things of your church in the earth today in Jesus name Shondoro Masile Liana Nokote Kondrasne Brasile Ate Niaro Nononokopre Neshele Niantroposte Kerende Shiandrosno Nondrasne Brasile Nanda Diandoste 
kondas nanayato, shombrele lianete, er androsore, nor androshonde, nendre siato, kondrandre miste, nor andresele, korandrambaste, meato kerendisne, neato sondramaste, korandrasandrisne, di androsto, korambrasatile, nor andrasniste, nor andrastiste. If you didn't receive the, the gift of speaking in tongues, you're in either church, you're watching online, this is one more chance. Just begin to pray. Begin to pray out of your spirit. Begin to speak. You speak. Cor androsoteshne, nor andrasatile, nor ambrasiato, querente siatonde, mandra sotoriente, neshendresiato, Congarambrasile, non dras naremiste, con andrasetile, non das nambrasite, non dras nariato, non dras tariente, condreste, neato, shondroste, bratisne, leanto, condrasne, bresile, yondra andremisele, non dras tarianto, condras naribato, Kondras nariato shambriste koyande shirentre sombrosto norandrosore diandro sombraste narandrosukele norambrasiato korandrasiato. Thank you, Father. Just give him thanks. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the gift of praying in the Spirit. Thank You for the ability, the help, the strength. Thank You for all the benefits of praying in the Spirit, praying with the Spirit. We receive by faith those gifts in action. We receive by faith those things that we've asked and prayed. We receive. Thank You, Lord. Thank You. Thank You. You got a song, Jess? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost.